Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. This is a a heartbreaking story, and um, it involves a 49-year-old quadriplegic now facing eviction from a care facility because he was late paying a rent increase that he had no idea had been given to him. The Toronto Star uh, exposes this story, a nightmare. And so just for background, Rohan Salmon is a former English teacher who lost movement from the chest down 16 years ago because of a fatal car accident. And since then, he's been living in, in an assisted living facility in Richmond Hill. And they promised help as long as he needed. And initially, doctors said he wouldn't live long. But Rohan has defied all odds. And so far, he's lived problem-free in the same home for 14 years, rent paid, on time, with post-dated checks. And then the management changed, and that's when the problem started. And now he has been told because he couldn't pay rent that was increased that he never saw they're going to kick him out. And the rent increase was put in a mailbox that he can't reach, so he didn't see it. And they waited two and a half years, two and a half years, years to tell him about the increase or that it was adding up and so they handed him a $28,000 bill and told him pay up or leave and then adding to the nightmare Rohan got hospitalized with a deadly uh, near deadly ruptured abdomen issue and during that time the facility somehow lost his customized wheelchair and all his specialized equipment worth about $65,000 so here you've got a guy who has made the best out of a very, very horrific situation. And now he's got zero equipment, has no idea where he's gone. And it's not about life being unfair, because he will not tell you that. He lives with hope. But it really begs the question of what safeguards are in place for those who live in assisted living and are really the most vulnerable people. What protection is there for them? Rohan joins me now to discuss what's going on. Um, Ronan, pretty safe to say your life is very challenging, correct? Yeah, yeah. I would uh, say that's an understatement. It's been that way since uh, my car accident in 2002. I had a great team of surgeons at uh, Sunnybrook and great group of people at Lyndhurst and uh, with rehab and uh, some emotional support, a psychologist. Uh, it helped me to get back to my feet, but Still, over the years, the challenges have been there. And then you learn that the home you thought you would be in for the rest of your life, you know, management changes, and you find yourself now having to leave. So what does that, what kind of stress or, or extra emotion does that do to you? Well, you know, I, uh, something like that just breaks your spirit. It... Um, sinks you into a pit of depression, you become confused. You um, wonder if there's any real justice in our society. You, you question yourself. You wonder if, uh, you know, if there's something you did wrong along the way. If, you know, if um, there's something you could have done differently. Um, 
just really what went wrong because um, in the past when I uh, first came here, the management was fantastic. Had a one-to-one relationship with all the executive directors. Know them by name and even some of them to this day I could still send out an email to or reach out to and we have fond memories of us interacting together and um, you know the way things have gone south in the last couple of years and you know that um, whole matter of this rental dispute and uh, trying to understand wrap my head around how they you know they uh, you know they were able to do this to me what happens now um, now it's just a waiting game. I've often used the, um, hopefully it's not a cliche, but, uh, the, uh, the line that I'm like, uh, cause I used to watch the Twilight Zone and other shows as a kid. And I think of that, uh, death row inmate that's, um, just hoping for that stay of execution because last week, Friday, when the sheriff came, I was a mess. I didn't know what to do, didn't know what to say, didn't know how to react. Caught me totally off guard because even a letter uh, that I was supposed to receive in the mail, you know, conspicuously, I just didn't receive that letter despite receiving all sorts of mail throughout the week. That one piece of mail never arrived. So then I was met with the sheriff at about 12.35 p.m. Um, while I was getting uh, ready to be transferred and washed up into my commode chair. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the look on his face, he had to be serious because mm-hmm. it is a serious matter. But I can see myself in looking at this man that this man probably thought to himself, what in the world is this? Yeah. And how are we going to deal with this? How are we going to get this done and transition this person? I don't understand from reading through your the facts of this... You're someone who has been proactive in making sure that there's post-dated checks, that the rent's always taken care of. How yeah. did two and a half years go by? To me, it is unacceptable that oh, yeah. they would just drop a $28,000 bill on you. I have no idea. And even that $28,000 figure, it's so funny you should say that because their accounting is just so, so incredibly confusing. And it's no wonder years ago when I you know, was more... I would say, interested in the company and how they operate. I noticed that they were publicly listed as SRZ on the New York Stock Exchange. So I'd do some reading just for my own due diligence as to the home that I'm living in. And it came to my attention that there was, you know, accounting regularities and all these things from the SEC. And, you know, a lot of that kind of resonates in my mind now as I think back because, when I think of that $20,000 figure, my power of attorney, Charles Thompson, thought, this is absolutely bizarre. How did they get to these numbers? Because even if you take that 1.5% increase that they claimed that they served me with in 2014, or if you move up to 2017 where we were, you would never get $28,000. So then the figures started changing, ma'am, and when we finally got to LTB court, it was actually 14700 and then you had to tack on the interest, which brought it up to around 18000 So the numbers just kept coming. They were fast. They were furious. They were all over the place, and it gave me very, very little confidence as to the integrity of the people that I was dealing with. It's almost, as I'm hearing you, it's a, it's a David and Goliath fight for you. It is. 
and they've made that clear to me. Um, in correspondence, both off and on the record, they've gone either verbally or, uh, you know, said to me via third party, we've got our whole PR department behind us. We're a powerful company, Rohan, and we will get you out. We will, we, we will force him out. That was the term that they told the uh, legal clinic uh, representative that I had in, uh, in Richmond Hill, the Richmond Hill Legal Clinic, that, you know, we're, 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 we're wealth well uh, supported a very stable company and uh, you know we, we have the full backing of our PR department and we will force him out so there's been a lot of intimidation and for the most part I was so terrified so afraid so broken just wanting to hang on thinking that somehow they would just change course and just become a little bit more compassionate and just let it all go and just have a fresh start and just preserve this place that I call home and not have to be uprooted. I just thought that um, cooler heads would prevail, but um, when I realized finally with the sheriff's visit that they're really out for blood. So what happens to you? Let me let me take you back to so What happens now? How much time do you have? I have no idea. I have no idea because, again, not having been in this situation before and not knowing really what the procedure is from what I was told that how they normally execute it they come out the first time and then they give you X number of days where they come back and they change the locks and they execute the order that was the term that I that I um, that I recall and um, so on the 27th according to this notice that I have in my hand that was the date that uh, the sheriff was supposed to be coming back to execute the order. And, you know, that word execute, I just keep thinking about it. And, yeah. you know, again, you know, I, I just I just couldn't sleep. I'm thinking, what a, what a term to describe, um, you know, somebody who's not a criminal, not, not a threat in any manner. I've never been one to, you know, to pose any kind of threat to, to the facility. I... You know, I, I love the staff, the, the PSWs that work here, and the other ones. And, but you're going to lose you your know. home, and it's very frightening. Uh, Rowan, that's, let, that's let, what. Yeah, it looks like that's that's the case because they're not they're not uh, backing down. Let's see what we can do, Rowan. Um, thank you very much for talking to us. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, ma'am. That is uh, Rowan joining us uh, this evening, and, I, and I'm going to follow up on this because this should not be happening, and there's got to be a way. Uh, or some compassion to somehow deal with uh, a situation um, that is not his fault and it might not be the fault of the facility, but to suggest or think that the sheriff needs to show up at the door of a man who cannot take care of himself through no fault of his own, um, who has to have someone help bathe him, who has help in every part of his life. To think that this happens in this country, let alone, never mind this city, is unacceptable. It is simply unacceptable. And it's a Friday night of a long weekend. And um, not a lot of people will hear that story, but I will absolutely follow up. We've got a new government. We'll see what we can do because there's got to be a middle ground that can be found here because it's just, uh, it's almost, it's inhumane.